I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. Thank you, John, very, very much. And thank you to my friends who are listening this morning. Thanks to each and every one of you. To Mike Bass, my producer, who has come in yet again. He's there, ready to answer phones and run the boards. Thank you all. Glad to have you aboard. We are here for the next two hours to answer your lawn and garden questions. It begins with a phone call, that phone call from you to our phone banks. We only have three lines. We have five. We only use three of them so that mercifully you won't have to wait so long on hold. It's 800-288-WBAP. Call right now. Please, let's fill up those phones. 800 288 9227. We are live, always live, 800-288-9227. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. We'll be talking about all kinds of gardening activities. It's urban horticulture. I don't talk about chickens. I don't talk about horses and goats or uh, how to how to raise wheat. Uh, it's uh, what you raise in your landscape, in your garden, vegetable garden, in your flower beds, houseplants, you bet, any of that. That's what we do, and I've been doing it for 44 years now. It might turn into a career one of these days. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. We begin the program every Sunday. And by the way, thanks to Callaway's for sponsoring this hour every Sunday morning for many years now. And uh, if you're out and about today, there's no better place to go than a Callaway's. And please, step out of out of your normal um, uh, kind of a shell and let the manager or assistant manager know that you listen and that you're grateful for their sponsorship. It will mean a lot to me. And it'll, it'll uh, get word back to home office. Won't you do that, please? Right now, we go to Steve Huddleston, public relations manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and also of the Botanical Research Institute of Texas. And uh, his report live with me. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Neil. Well, you're going to talk about cannas first and foremost, right up front. And that's a great plant, a beautiful plant, long proven in Texas. But you have some new ones to talk about. Tell us. Well, this is a new series. I was not familiar with it, but we feature this series in our Leonard Courtyard, which is directly behind the garden center, mm-hmm. and I really like them. They are beautiful. This is the Canova series of canna. Uh, they grow about 30 to 48 inches tall and about 14 to 20 inches wide. So that's a nice size uh, for a lot of our suburban yards. Uh, these bloom from spring to fall in nine different colors. Bronze scarlet and bronze orange have bronze foliage. All the other colors have green leaves, and those colors include scarlet, mango, yellow, red shades, rose, lemon, and rose shades. You want to plant these in a sunny and sheltered place to prevent wind damage to the foliage and then keep the soil moist. Ours are in the Leonard Courtyard, as I said, directly behind the garden center. We have them in three different locations, uh, one, two, and three beds. Uh, repetition creates rhythm. That's a good landscaping principle. And they do just that in the Leonard Courtyard. And their colors are outstanding. They look like colors of fruit, like watermelon, cantaloupe, mm-hmm. oranges. Uh, very, very nice and refreshing for summer. Very pretty. And then uh, we planted them with uh, some zinnias, and I'll talk about those in a minute. Nice tropical look around a swimming pool, for example, in the back of a, a wide bed, if you have a wide bed near your pool. That yes. would be, that'd be very pretty, big, bold leaves and, and bright colors. Who uh, who grew these? Who, who was the originator of these? Well, I hear Bull Seed, uh, you know, uh, introduced these. So you might check that out. 
Yeah, well, that's super. Yes. And uh, so that's Canova, C-A-N-N-O-V-A, Canova Series of Cannas. Look them up online, folks, and see if they're at a garden center. It's getting kind of late in the season for planting cannas, unless you can find them in pots. And yes. if that's the case, then there you go. And now let's talk about those perfusion double zinnias. That's what you're talking about using with the Canovas, right? Exactly. And it was a wonderful combination. The perfusion series gets about uh, 14 to 8 inch, 18 inches tall, up to 24 inches wide. This series features fully double flowers and demonstrates extreme heat and drought tolerance, disease resistance, and uniformity. The flowers can be red, yellow, white, orange, gold, salmon, or hot pink. And as I said, they combine beautifully with the colors of the Canova Canos, and they create a very festive look to the Leonard Courtyard. The uh, profusion zinnias of all types have been around for a good while, and they are well-proven to take the Texas mm-hmm. summer times. That's a great series of zinnias in the double. Uh, those would be just beautiful. You're about to talk about my favorite group of uh, begonias. Oh, go for it. Well, really? there, yeah, there are a couple of begonias that I like very, very much. Uh, the uh, uh, whoppers are right up there at the top. Go ahead and talk about them. Well, these are the whopper begonias. Uh with large leaves on large plants and enormous flowers held well above the foliage for a showy display, the whopper does live up to its name. Outstanding in shade and partial shade and will tolerate full sun, uh, except in extreme heat. Uh, both green and bronze foliage types are available with red or rose flowers. The whopper begonias planted in shade can reach about 24 or 30 inches tall with a spread of about uh, 12 to 16 inches. Uh, they will be shorter, more compact, with more sun. These are now a Texas superstar plant. So uh, I am thoroughly impressed with them. We have them at the interest of the Fuller Garden. They are beautiful. They are spectacular. Just uh, a begonia on, on steroids, not to glamorize yeah. steroids, but they are just spectacular. I uh, have gotten, bought some from my, my buddy Kenneth Cranfull and, and have them in large pots. And uh, they're very mobile that way. And and uh, they're up off the ground so nothing breaks them or eats them or anything else. They're just fabulous. Whopper begonias. Folks, uh, begonias are really good plants in, in a little bit of morning sun and then shade after that. They're yeah. so, so good in the landscape. All right, special exhibits. What do you have? Yes, we have a number of those. Sean Kenny's Nature Connects is up through August 1. Uh, this is an exhibit uh, featuring about 15 different sculptures built with Lego bricks. Plants, animals, insects, birds. There's a gardener out there. It's a very nice display. Stick work, of course, is up through the end of the year. Uh, This is an exhibit made from the saplings of American elm and rough leaf dogwood. It is fascinating. You can walk through that, wind your way through it, enjoy it. And then we have Texas Bee Oasis. These are 3,000 bee cups that were installed in the Fuller Garden. They serve as a water station for bees. This exhibit is up through November 28. Those cups may be purchased from the gift shop in the garden center or in the brick building. And just out of curiosity, uh, because we may have one lone person out there listening who does not know why we care about bees, why are bees important, Steve? They're pollinators. They are pollinators. They, uh, they feed the world, don't they? They do, and they make honey, which I enjoy. <laughs> yeah, and we got to keep Steve happy. Otherwise, he won't be here on Sundays. Yeah. All right. All right. All that and about a million things more at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. And uh, this is Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager. And any PR manager is going to know a lot of important things like, where are you? Yeah, <laughs> tell well, tell we, us how to find we it. Were just, 
Yeah, we're just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. All right, and that is just a couple miles west of downtown Fort Worth. And uh, the 24-hour information telephone line for those who are out and about and want to just dial up a number and hear a recorded message. That is 817-463-4160. Okay, and the website, which is all important because everything about becoming a member and and the admission fees and and, uh, all the events that are going on and everything you just talked about and a lot more is all on the website, and that is really simple for the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. What is that? That is fwbg.org. Steve, you're wonderful. I appreciate you joining us every Sunday. You're as faithful as can be, and I sure do appreciate that. Talk to you next Sunday. Thank you. Steve Huddleston there, sponsored by the same people who sponsor this entire hour, and that's Callaway's Nursery. I'll tell you, if you get excited about what you find at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, go on out to uh, Callaway's, and you'll get excited about what they offer as well. This is the time to add something special to your flower beds. Enjoy a great pop of color in your landscape. Everything is in full bloom at Callaway's right now. The certified experts at Callaway's know that here in Texas, Cora, XDR Vinca is a great way to achieve this color. Stop in today. Discover their beautiful selection of blooming Cora XDR Vinca in a variety of colors at all of their 21 DFW locations. You'll find generous 4-inch pots of these beauties. Regular price $1.99 on sale now for 30% off. Cora XDR Vinca, a favorite in flower beds and containers for many reasons. These heat and humidity loving flowers add instant contrast and color. Then they rebloom all summer. They never stop blooming. It keeps your flower beds looking amazing. In addition to their beauty, they're super easy to grow and the XDR stands for extreme disease resistance. Founded in Texas by Texans. You heard John Peters mention that uh, originally as he opened up my program today. You can always count on Callaway's Nursery to bring you the very best flowers, trees, and shrubs for Texas, all backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. So try something new. Callaway's has everything needed for outdoor success. Shop their open-air stores in the one in your community, or you can order online. They even offer convenient curbside pickup. Go to Callaway's.com to find a location near you. Visit their two new locations in Dallas on Greenville Avenue and Lemon Avenue. Open seven days a week from 9 until 6. That's Callaway's Nursery. Their life lived beautifully. Callaway's.com. Hi, I'm Marshall Sapolsky with Callaway's Nursery in North Arlington. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Marshall, very, very much. Let's get the uh, program underway with our first call of the day, and that would be Kim in Sanger. Kim, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. It's nice to speak with you. Thank you. What can I do for well, you? Well, my question is, I replaced uh, my knockout roses that had gotten the rosette like you um, had recommended with hardy hibiscus. And they were beautiful last year. They grew just the same size as about the three or four shrubs to a low hedge there in front of my porch and replaced the beautiful color that I had wanted. Um, But this year, they're just not blooming very much. And I also had some um, Texas star that were red on the side of the house, and they're not blooming either. And I fertilized them. And everything, I don't know. 
the the watering or in the rain. Um, just wanted your recommendation. Kim, my uh, feeling on a lot of things, crepe myrtles are an example. Um, well, I can just go right on down the line on, on most of our plants are behind schedule. Uh, Randy gotcha. Williams and I, the man who does the newscast from 6 until 8 before I go on the air, uh, we're talking off air uh, about his Turks cap and the, how late they are this year in blooming. Of course, they're related to hibiscus. And I, I think that may be part of it. There's no more shade on that bed now than there was last year or when the roses were there. Is that correct? No, sir. No, no tree has grown larger or anything. Uh, so I, I think it, I think it has to do with the lateness of the spring, the setback. Now they're very winter hardy. So it's, it certainly has nothing to do with that. They are gotcha. winter hardy clear to the Great Lakes. So what they saw uh, in February here, was just minor leagues compared to what they see every year in the north. But but it came late enough, and it slowed everything down, and then we had a very uh, cool and cloudy May. Everything's just about two or three weeks behind schedule, it seems to me. Uh, gotcha. That would be my assessment. I may be wrong, but I, all of our plants, uh, crepe myrtles, like I say, are, are two weeks behind this year. I've never seen them bloom at their peak quite as late as they are right now. Right. Well, they originally came out with some really beautiful blossoms. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then I went to fertilize them, you know, when it was time and um, nothing since then. So that's kind of I mean, they're beautiful. The the leaves are gorgeous. There's not any insect damage. Right. Nothing on them as far as aphids or anything like that. So um, I would I would chalk it up to the unusual year. I expected much better out of Althea's Roses of Sharon, which are also related to them. And it's not been a spectacular year for them. I, I, I think I'm just going to ask that you sit tight because I'm not seeing very many plants that are performing at what we thought might be a, a, a banner year. And, right, with uh, the rainfall. I, I, yep, I think these would fit into that category. I don't have a better answer. I have one other quick question. Sure. Um, I have, a, which I inherited when I purchased the home, a pretty drought-resistant um flower bed with rock and everything in it um there's an oleander tree well they let it grow into a tree and trimmed it to a tree and it's pretty substantial i would say it's over 12 feet tall and it has suffered (laughs) it what came out initially all the greens you know everything and then all of a sudden it just turned brown on a bunch of the sections which i of course are very high up um and I just continued to treat it like I normally would, watering it, fertilizing it, and it is coming back green now. So I haven't trimmed anything back um, because there is new growth coming. So do you think, I don't know what caused that. (laughs) Uh, Probably latent freeze damage. Uh, Oleanders were just massacred by the cold. Did Did you protect it in any way? No, because it's like a I'm tree. amazed. I'm amazed it didn't turn completely brown because almost all of the oleanders that I have drive by all the time, you're in Sanger, I'm in McKinney, both equally far north, and right. I I would have a hard time showing you oleanders that were unscathed by the cold. So you're gotcha. lucky. I think I'd leave it alone and just see how it performs the rest of this year and how it comes out next spring, assuming we'll have a, a more ordinary winter. But right. uh, that's that's a yeah, it, it's a miracle. Is it a red variety? It's purple. 
um, you know, it comes out with purple blossoms. Oleanders um, are not purple. That's an oleander? Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's oleanders like a, are not purple. Oh, well. They're it red, pink, or white. Okay, well. You sure uh, you don't have a, an althea? Maybe it is. <laughs> maybe it is. Um, that but makes a huge similar. difference. Um, I'm sorry. I did, it was already there, and I did plant oleanders in part of, and I lost all of them. You yeah. know, like uh, in the back. Okay, but. altheas are the plants I was talking about earlier. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I so, may have missed it because I didn't want to have my. Right. I'm traveling to church, so I didn't want to have my radio on while I was. No, I was uh, talking to you about the altheas, the roses of Sharon, not blooming as well as they normally do. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I expected better out of them this year. They're they're also hibiscus relatives. I'm way behind. I need to move on, but but okay, that's but not an oleander. So I'll guarantee you that. You betcha. Thanks for calling. All right, folks. I need to tell you about Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, your go-to garden reference. It's the book that I self-published finally after doing five books. I decided, all right, I'm done with publishing houses. Too many committee meetings. Too many decisions over which I had no control. I wanted my book to look the way I knew it needed to look to contain the things I knew it needed to contain, the photos I wanted it to have in it. I hired uh, Carolyn Skye, a fabulous editor, to to work with me. I knew we'd worked together for so many years, and I knew she would be brutal when she needed to be and kind when she needed to be. And Cindy Smith is always wonderful. She had designed the last 10 of my annual Texas gardening calendars. The three of us built this book. It's uh, it's 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is Basics of Gardening for Texas that will keep you successful. Chapter 2 is the calendar of 48 pages, 4 pages per month. It's not a grid uh, that you hang on the wall. This is a perpetual calendar that tells you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden for every county in the state of Texas. doesn't break them out, all 254 of them, but it talks about all of the regions of Texas. Chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit and vegetables 344 pages 840 photographs printed in san antonio it's a hardback on high quality paper all of those i would not compromise on and i gone to a publishing house they would have compromised on every one of those i sign every copy as it sells i did not want to put it in stores or on amazon because that would have run the price up it's only $36.95 plus tax and postage, which you're going to have to pay anyway. So it's $36.95, and uh, it comes with my guarantee of your satisfaction, or I will refund every penny you spend. Niels Ferry's Lone Star Gardening, available only from my office or my website. The office phone number is 800 752 grow it's open weekdays 800-752-4769 but by far the better way to order and if you order now i'll be signing your book this evening is at neilsperry.com n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y.com
Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, Join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. That's our church. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. Sharingtheheart.org, the 1005 traditional service live streams, and the 1110 uh, contemporary service live streams. Better yet, come worship in person. Uh, let me tell you about Arborological Services right now. The experts your trees deserve. I was recommending them to a friend just yesterday. I said you wouldn't believe these people. This is a fairly new friend who uh, is uh, a new landowner and and uh, wanted some help with some very important trees and not a not a listener yet. And uh, I said. Uh, Trust me, this is a longtime advertiser, and it's the company that does all of the tree work at our home. Only person I would allow, only company I'd ever allow to uh, touch our trees. And I I did the same kind of commentary that I do in their ads. I said they have three men who have become uh, 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 recipients of the Arborist of the Year Award for the state of Texas. Most companies don't have anybody. They have three at Arborological Services, and uh, the fact that the man who heads the crew that works at our house is an 11-time Texas State tree climbing champion. Oh, my goodness. And uh, the breadth of the knowledge that the folks have at Arborological Services. For all of those reasons, this is the company I recommend to you, Arborological Services. On the web, it's arborological.com. It starts with the word arbor and then I-logical. It's a forestry term. It's not a cute made-up name. Arborological.com, Arborological Services on Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at The Tree Experts, and uh, the phone number. They're strictly local, but it's a toll-free number, 866-552-7267. One more time, that's 866-552-7267. Arborological Services. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Jenny with Callaway's in North Plano, and now back to Neil. I've known Jenny for many, many, many years. They don't make them any better. Uh, I don't have time to take a full-fledged call right now. Johnny and Burleson with your fig trees, please, and, and Brian and Alan, you both have been waiting a few minutes. Please hang with me. I want to help each of you. I can do a better job if I don't have to rush you. Um, I want to give you a very quick gardening tip, folks, and that is if you have planted shrubs this spring, you need to water them by hand. 
I'm going to be helping a friend tonight. Uh, they're out of town for a few days, and I've been going to their home and watering their plants by hand with a water bubbler and a water wand and a hose. And they have a sprinkler system, but that alone is not adequate. You have to water the plants right in the soil ball in which they were growing uh, for the first year, about every second or third day. Uh, because otherwise they will dry out faster than the surrounding soil. Water them by hand or you risk losing them. That's especially important with plants like hollies that don't wilt. You you have no warning. And uh, so water by hand every two to three days. Uh, if, it, if it gets up into the high 90s in the daytime, then you need for sure to go to every other day. Very important that you water by hand, and if it came out of a 10-gallon pot, you put 10 gallons of water on it when you do water. Don't just spritz it. Keep that in mind. Sunburst shutters. You might be thinking about replacing your old window treatments with uh, some kind of something new and, and a lot more glamorous. Well, let me suggest to you sunburst shutters. Uh, my wife and I were out driving on US 380 the other day, running a couple of errands, and there at the stoplight was the Sunburst Shutters uh, car. They were headed to a sales call, probably, trying to show the, the Sunburst Shutters in a home. And, and uh, her comment, my wife's comment, was somebody's about to become very, very happy. And that's exactly what happened in our case. When Sunburst Shutters came to our home and held the shutters up and we said, Oh my gosh, that's what we want. And then they went back with the measurements and they made the shutters for us, brought them out and installed them in our windows, window by window by window. Mind you, these shutters, all of our windows are the same size when they came out of the factory. But as soon as they were installed by painters and the tape and bed work went on top of the windows, uh, then uh, all of a sudden they are not the same uh, size. And so that's the importance of having each window measured individually and the shutter made for that window. That's what Sunburst Shutters does. That's one of the things that they do that makes them so special. Sunburst Shutters. You need to have these shutters made of polywood, a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. These are plantation-style shutters with the large louvers, two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inch size. That car that was on the road the other day contained samples of those and that sales representative was going to hold those up in the window and show you exactly what they would look like in your window and help that homeowner make a decision of which would be the best look. I hope that you will do the same thing that that homeowner was doing. Get sunburst shutters to your home. Nice people. 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com. 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. Constant need for information. All you have to do is ask. Alexa, open WBAP. Neil Sperry's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer to your email uh, box every Thursday, just a little after 6 p.m. There always will be five stories. One of the stories will be a featured plant of the week, something that is just spectacular for that week. One of them will always be a featured question of the week, and I'm beginning to see the one that I'm going to put in this week because it's on the screen right now a couple of times. And uh, one of them will always be gardening this weekend where we point out the things that need to be done in your landscape and garden in that week and that weekend so that you can make your plans and buy your materials the next day on Friday. 
A couple of other stories. Sometimes we have Steve, uh, Stephen Shambly uh, write a story, sometimes Diane Sitton. But uh, for the most part, I do all the writing for eGardens. And like I say, it is free and always will be. I will never give or sell your email address to anybody, and I won't spam you myself. So you're not going to get anything more than just eGardens. The place you sign up for it is also the place you can look at a sample, and that's by going to my website, to neilsperry.com. Click on the eGardens tab, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, and then click on eGardens. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. Texas Democrats are thinking of walking out of the legislature's special session. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident's blocking two left lanes of eastbound I-20 at Bonneview Road. Another accident affecting two right lanes, northbound 35E at 635. And a construction project has only the right lane open on 635 eastbound uh, between Skillman Street and Royal Miller. For the WBAP First Traffic on the Ones, I'm Dennis Martin. And now the WBAP forecast. 50-50 chance of spotty to scattered afternoon storms today. Some of them could be severe. High temperature, 91. Lingering showers or storms possible tonight. Overnight low, 74. Monday will be partly cloudy with isolated showers or storms and a high temperature of 92. Some Texas Democrats say they are ready to stage a second walkout to again stop consideration by the Texas legislature of restrictive voting measures. Democrats temporarily thwarted a sweeping Republican-backed bill in May with a dramatic late-night walkout. Some Democratic lawmakers in Austin believe they should do it again during the current special session. They say that's because Republicans have shown no willingness at all to listen to them. First major vote on the issues expected this coming week. Former President Trump has reiterated his previous endorsement of Susan Wright for Congress. She's running in Texas' 6th Congressional District to replace her husband, Congressman Ron Wright, who died of COVID-19 in February. Susan Wright placed first in a special election in May to fill the seat. Polls show she has a substantial lead in the runoff. From the uh, WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update will be at 9 o'clock. And, of course, 24-7 news coverage always available at WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you. Thought we lost you there for a minute. Let me tell you about Mueller right now, where they believe in value. Their value plus buildings are pre-engineered. They feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant. They come backed by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. True value shows in the service you receive during your purchase and in how a company stands behind their product after the sale. They understand that buying a steel building or a metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision, and Mueller, therefore, provides assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. 
At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money, more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call them at 877-2-MUELLER. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877-268-3553. Or you can visit them online at MuellerInc.com. Mueller. Mueller means more. Mueller means value. MuellerInc.com. Hear about it. Talk about it. Right here. The most illegitimate, corrupt administration alive is investigating corruption. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. Hummingbirds have arrived, and you need to have the proper hummingbird uh, feeder out there to receive them. And my recommendation to you is that you get to Wild Birds Unlimited. Three of their stores here in the Metroplex have joined together to sponsor my radio broadcasts here and on KLIF. And I hope you'll get in and look around because they are fun stores. They are the East Dallas store at 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, the northwest corner of Abrams, and that is Ron's store. They're the uh, East, uh, the uh, the the uh, Park City store in Dallas at uh, 5715 West Lovers Lane next to Nichols and Hardy Nursery and Garden Center, and that's just barely west of the Dallas North Tollway. And that's David's store. And then Bertie's store. Yep, Cheryl is her name, but call her Bertie. And that's at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb. And uh, that is a fabulous store as well. You'll love these stores, and uh, they can really help you. If you have a youngster, I would uh, I mentioned yesterday on KLIF that for the first time in her young life, she's now about uh, 18 months old, our great-granddaughter, Jackie, asked me, held her arms up and wanted me to hold her because I had pointed out the birds at our at our hummingbird feeder and our, our bird feeders in our backyard, and she wanted to see the birds. And uh, we stood there and talked about the birds, and she said, birds, birds? And it's just so cool. And all the way to Joseph, who was also in the room, and Joseph and I spend a lot of time watching the birds. It's a wonderful hobby, even for adults as well. And Wild Birds Unlimited can help you. WBU.com slash DFW. And the three stores are the Park Cities, East Dallas, and McKinney. I hope you'll go in. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Kenny Milas from the Fort Worth Stonegate Store. And now, back to Neil. All right. Thank you, Kenny, very, very much. And we go back to the phone lines. Now we lost our guy who wanted to know about frequency of mowing Bermuda. He was kind of my separator for the next two calls. You'll see why. Johnny in Burleson. Johnny, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Yes, I got sir. a question. I got two fig trees, and both of them died. You have two so what trees? Fig, F-I-G. Got it. Okay. Okay. Now, my wife seems to think I cut, I trimmed it back. You know, limbs hanging down. I'm six foot two, and they keep getting me. So, but I think the freeze got it. But there's shoots coming off of the uh, the main trunk, and what I want to know is, somebody had told me that the shoots won't do nothing; they won't come up and be a tree and nothing like that. All right, so here is the here's what happened the to figs. Tree? 
Yeah, Johnny, here's what happened to figs. Figs were just devastated by the cold weather in February, by the 16th of February, that, that really cold night where it went down near zero. Right. Uh, all fig varieties were hurt badly. Celeste fig was not hurt quite as badly as the others. It's the most winter hardy uh, of the ones we have, but even it was hurt badly. And the good news is that figs are grown from cuttings. They're rooted cuttings. They're not grafted. And so if a fig dies to the ground and then comes back from its roots, it's the same variety. So you can just let it regrow, cut off all the dead growth on the top, and let it uh, let it regrow from down below, and you'll have a uh, the same variety that you had before. You'll be you'll be fine. And that's what everybody needs to do who had a fig that was damaged by the cold. Most fruit varieties that that die back to the ground, you cannot do that with. But with figs, you can. <clears throat> So them shoots will be okay. They'll be just fine. They're not going to have fruit for a couple of years. They're not going to have fruit for a couple of years, but right. they'll be just fine. Okay. Do they normally come back as a bush or a tree like we had? Figs are figs are shrubs. Tree. Figs are shrubs. Well, if if you ever train a fig as a tree, then you've had to work awfully hard to do so. Well, ours turned into a tree. We had to get like a. Eight-foot ladder plus to... Hear, hear me. The yeah, Johnny, hear me. Figs are okay. shrubs. They may get 20 feet tall and wide, but genetically, oh. when they look in the mirror, they're looking at a, a shrub, a big, big shrub. Now, if somebody... When I think of a tree, people talk about fig trees. I'm thinking about a plant with one trunk, like a lollipop. And if somebody has a fig tree that looks like that, They've had to remove all those side branches and all the extra trunks and everything else. It's rare that you see a fig tree that's grown that way. Usually they're just big shrubs. But figs uh, normally are the size of a dining room. They're huge. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's what and and yours, yeah, yours will regrow that mm-hmm. same way. Absolutely. Hey, i got to run, but hopefully that will help. Good luck with it. Thank you much. Okay, thank you. Let's go to Roy in Dallas. Roy, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. My question falls in line to Johnny's. And by the way, thank you for taking my call. Yes, uh, my, I was over at my brother's house, and he lives in Garland. And he has a Celeste fig tree in his backyard. And I was looking at it, and this tree's in between 8 and 10 feet in height. From the crown down to midway of the shrub as you're calling it uh it's dead that um from the uh, mid part down to the trunk there is there are leaves and but no fruit yet and you're saying that it will take probably two to three years possibly for fruit to return now in printing this fig tree should he wait till the dormant season in, in the meantime, mark off the areas on each limb uh, to show where he should prune. No. Or, if, it has, if it has dead branches or dead parts of branches, go ahead and prune them off now. It doesn't matter. Prune them off now. Okay. Yes, very sir. good. Okay. All right. Very good. Okay. Now, also, uh, thank you for your excellent references for contacting uh, Brent and Becky's. And, uh, good. Uh, Plants Delight. Uh, I called P- Prize Delight this w- just yesterday, and they're experiencing some uh, 
plant shortages, and they said call back in late September or first part of October, which I think would be ideal for ordering plants for the fall and spring. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. and the other source I saw is K. Borgonian, Van Borgodine. Uh, they're a Dutch uh, bulb supplier, and they had some uh, really outstanding German irises that I saw the colors. I just it hit me. I said, "Gosh, those are beautiful." Good. Yes, sir. But again, thank thank you for all you do. I really appreciate your advice. You are thank welcome. You, I love doing it. It's a great hobby to talk about. Thank you, Roy, yes, so much. Have a Good have luck a great on your day. book too. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye bye. All right, James in Dallas County, I'll come to you right after this uh, last break of the hour. Stay with me. Uh, gentleman called and waited for a while about mowing frequency. That was the one that was going to separate the two uh, fig questions. If he wants to call back, I'd love to hear from him. Uh, it was mowing frequency of Bermuda grass. I have long since uh, given up trying to predict what people are wondering. I tried yesterday, and I missed it badly, so I'm not even going to try on this one. So Niels Perry's uh, Lone Star Gardening, now in its fifth printing, is your go-to garden reference for the state of Texas, I think. I'm a little close to that forest. I better not judge it. I self-published it so I could finally have the book that I always wanted for you. I can hand it to you and say this represents a career of learning on my part, and uh, a year of my life in writing it. It covers all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas. Lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit, and vegetables. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar. It's a a perennial calendar. In other words, it doesn't go out of date. It's not uh, like a wall calendar that has dates on it. it. It's just text telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. I have never put that in a cal- in a book before. And there it is, chapter 2. Chapters 3 through 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. There are more than 25 multi-page charts in this book. 840 of my photographs, and 344 pages. It was printed in San Antonio, not overseas. I wanted to keep Texas printers busy. And it's also a hardback. That was important to me. It is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. Those would have uh, marked the price up and up and up, and I didn't want to do that to you. You buy it directly from me, and it is signed in my garage. I'm getting some air conditioning for the garage. I have decided that might be necessary. And it is shipped directly from the post office. It's a, it's a small business venture, and, and it's been fun doing it. Now in the fifth printing, so we've been doing this a while. Uh, to be very candid, I got booted out of the house. There just was too much activity. 67,000 copies sold so far. Not one request for a refund, but I Offer the same guarantee of satisfaction, or I'll refund every penny. It's only thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage, and like I say, I sign every copy. Here's how you buy it: It comes from my office. Either call my office Monday through Friday, eight hundred seven five two Grow. Office hours are nine to five. Eight hundred seven five two. 4769. The better way, though, is to order it right now from my website, and those will be the ones I'll be signing tonight. And that is at neilsperry.com. N E I L S P E R R Y. For more than 20 years, I've told you about Advanced Foundation Repair, leaders in the foundation repair industry. 
They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner to owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Thank you, Stuby, very much. If you would like to call, we have an open line right now at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Alex Evans owns the company Silverback Painting and Staining, and Alex is our grandson. We're proud of Alex. He spends his summers working, paying for his room and board at college. His college education has been provided, but the room and board's on him. And he's working hard this summer. Every dime that he can make goes directly to that. And uh, he has been painting and staining, I think, since probably middle school alongside his dad. Now he owns this company, and, and this is his work. He lives and works in and around the McKinney area. And uh, so, and he, in fact, uh, in high school, he's a sophomore at Texas A&M College Station now, majoring in construction science. So he knows what he's doing. There's no question of that. And Alex is a, a very good student, also a wrestler. Alex went to state in wrestling all four years, even as a freshman, in the 107-pound category, I might add, as a wrestler, very unsparry-like, <laughs> and uh, finished in the 134-pound category, and uh, finished seventh in the state as a senior, and then found out that he had wrestled all year long with a torn ACL. That's determination. We really are proud of Alex and like him a lot. You're going to enjoy meeting him. If you have staining or painting work that you would like to have done, garage doors, fences, shutters, patio covers, uh, if you have uh, uh, painting, including wrought iron fences, exteriors, and interiors, he can do all of that. 469 452 9892 needs to be uh, not too far from McKinney, Frisco, Allen, that general area. 469 452 9892 Silverback Painting and Staining. That would be Alex Evans. We at Callaways are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Nathan Smith from the Mansfield Callaways, and we're proud to be sponsoring this segment of the program. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Nathan, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we go to James in Dallas County. James, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I'm actually in uh, Ellis County, uh, not too far from Waxahachie. Gotcha. All and right. my question I'll is regarding... Yes, we're wearing that black 
soil, but you, you know, betcha. The hatch, you kind of yeah, I made I made note of it. I'm sorry, I, I didn't uh, didn't see that right. How can I help you? Well, our question is regarding um, crepe myrtles. About seven or eight years ago, I uh, bought multiple crepe myrtles and we planted them in a little uh, semicircle for a little sitting area, and we planted whites and reds intermixed them. And the reds, I know the variety are, are red rockets. The white ones, I'm sorry, I don't know the specific variety. But what we're noticing over time is the whites are doing really well. They're growing robustly. They, they bloom really well. And the red rockets seem to be struggling. They, they don't bloom very much. Their growth is not nearly as robust as the whites. I noticed a lot of yellowing in the leaves the other day. And so my question is for this, you know, for our area, the the black soil, are red rockets just not a, a top variety for this area, or is it something we're doing? I I don't know that I can answer just based on a phone call. Red rocket is well adapted in our area. It was developed by uh, Dr. Carl Whitcomb in Stillwater, uh, so it's very winter hardy. Um, their soil is not ideal either. Um, and those that I have seen in, in plantings, those hundreds and hundreds of them that I have seen in plantings have all, uh, not all, I don't want to shame you. I'm not trying to do that, but many of them have looked uh, very, very good. Um, I did, I have seen some, some winter damage this year that, that kind of surprised me on Red Rocket along some of the highways and and I was kind of surprised to see that but but by and large it's a very good variety um, I wonder if initially when this so this has not just happened in 2021 it's been other years as well yes sir the white and I'm sorry I don't know how many different varieties of the whites there are um, you main variety of whites yeah, but, but the the whites are doing really well. I mean, and these okay, are okay. Well, I'm of- I'm just focusing on the red rocket. If it has happened in other uh, years, then we can't chalk it up to the cold at all. And and so, what I'm wondering is if maybe when they were first planted, if maybe they they were allowed to get too dry and they've really struggled to recover from that. Sometimes that takes years to to uh, be. Um, uh, overtaken or sometimes they never get over it and and i don't know i'm just guessing because i'm not looking at the plants but i would what it takes to get a a crepe myrtle to grow well are nitrogen and water and of course sunshine full sun but um, i i would try that i would i would start with nitrogen a high nitrogen fertilizer like you would use on your lawn grass and uh, and ample water and uh, see if you can really promote it. They bloom on new growth, and so as you're getting that new leaf growth, you'll also be getting flowers. Hmm. Okay. Well, we've we've gotten plenty of water, uh, but uh, recently. But no, sir. This, yeah, this this doesn't appear to be freeze related. These have been planted at least seven or eight years. No, I got that. I got that. Yeah, this is based on. Yeah, this is. Yeah, I'm not worried about the white ones. This is based on uh, working with the crepe myrtle trails of McKinney and and uh, uh, twenty or thirty thousand crepe myrtles that we work with, and watching them, and where they're growing, and how they're growing, and what needs to be done to help them grow. I'm out of time for this hour, but that would be my suggestion: be nitrogen and water. We've had plenty of water currently, but but keep watering them 
And I think that would be the best suggestion I have for you. I must run way of the news. Folks, stay tuned. We have another hour coming up. Thanks.